Daydreaming About Dragons, Reply Show Snow Day, in honor of the first real snow of the year in upstate New York. Lovely. This is a midweek reply show. It is different than the weekly shows that come out. Uh, those shows have uh, a bit about actual play and some kind, and then Inspiration Goat, in which I talk about a piece of media that's inspiring my game, gaming. In these shows, I'm going to reply to emails and messages sent to me from listeners to continue the conversation. And they come out midweek, so if they're not, and they're numbered entirely differently, so if they're not your cup of tea, you can move on and go to the regular shows. All right, let's get to it. Reply show snow day. First is an email from Robert Bowl, and he replies, I have a mild pushback against the advice to say as little as possible. I agree with this for almost every example you gave, but I think say as little as possible isn't necessarily a good approach when it comes to game design writing. There's certainly places for subtlety, but I think being as explicit and wordy as you need is what's called for when it comes to rulebook writing. You're writing instructions on how to play a game, so I think it's one area where less isn't always more. Thanks for a terrific show. Uh, I hear you. I hear you, especially... I mean, I know you're, you're, you're in the midst of, of editing, Rob, and game design writing, so I hear you. I, I poked a nerve, and I think generally you're right, but, man, I like less is more. That said, I understand that sometimes you leave something out, and then you have, you know, a bunch of tweets and threads online and people complaining because something wasn't said. So, you know, you'd rather say the thing than not say the thing and have a problem. But I just wonder if we should be thinking about how to do it in less space uh, and, and how to do it in a less wordy way. I don't know. I don't know. I hear you. I, I mostly agree. But I still think sometimes less can be more. But I... I I'm not writing game rule. I'm not writing game rules at the moment. So that could be why I'm saying that. And you are in the midst of it. So I get it. I agree, kinda. But I don't know. I don't know. I'd like less. I really would like it to be just less. Just can we can we figure out how to narrow it all down? It's uh, you know. It's, it's, a work in, it's a work in progress. It's a conversation that's still happening. So thank you for replying, and thank you for the kind words. I appreciate it. And it was nice seeing you this past weekend at Metatopia. All right. On to the next. Next is an email from Darren Hennessy, who write, wrote me a really long, wonderful email, but I don't think I can read all of it online. So I am going to summarize... Uh, gaming conventions. Back in 2001, I went to a local game convention because I saw that someone was running an Amber Diceless game, and I hadn't played in one of those in probably eight years. I love all kinds of games. However, a lot of smaller conventions, in my experience, are very D&D and Pathfinder and Savage Worlds heavy, with a sprinkling of a few occasional small press games. So I jumped at the Samber game and signed up to the con just to play that. I don't know if you've ever played Amber, but it can go a bunch of different ways depending on who's running it and who's playing in it. I had no right time, but the important takeaway for me was that I remembered how much fun a game that game could be. And 
I've made this way too long. I appreciate you reading. I love your anchor podcast, and I enjoy hearing what you think of game conventions. Uh, thank you for, for sending me that wonderful email, Darren. I, I've enjoyed our interactions online. You are a game, con- a game acquaintance uh, for many years, so uh, thank you very much. I love game conventions, and I think they're a great way to recharge your batteries. I think it's great. I, I like it because I get to play with people who I, I who are all over the place, who I don't normally get to game with face-to-face. It's also a nice way for you to game. Sometimes if there's someone in your group who's usually the GM, it's nice for them to be able to jump into a game and play. Uh, and it's especially good if you start thinking about them as learning experiences no matter what. So I just came back from a weekend at Metatopia, which is a game design you know, conference, really, more than a, a, a game convention. And the cool thing about it and the, the, the mindset I want to take going forward uh, to all games and all gaming is that because we're playtesting things, even if the game doesn't go well, even if there's a problem, even if there's a hiccup, it's nice because we get to help someone and talk about it. And there's this culture of, hey, you know, at the end of the session, let's talk about what we thought about the game in, in very clear ways that the game designer can design better games. And I, I love that. And, and it made it, it makes every game fun because even if it didn't go great, it is satisfying to be able to, you know, someone to be able to ask for help and to be able to help them. Okay, so that's nice. I like that. That changes our expectations of game design. Also, the other thing that, that changes in, in Metatopia is the, the, the slots, the game slots are two hours. So we've got to move pretty, pretty briskly. Okay, so what do I think of gaming conventions other than that? I enjoy them. I'm not a huge fan of four-hour one-shots. Um, I think my ideal game convention, I, I would love to run a three-shot at a game convention or a four-shot, you know, where I run a game every day with the same group. I think that would be really fun. But it's a big commitment to ask. It's huge, you know, and and uh, I don't know. It's a lot to ask. There are long cons or Christicons, which are cool, in which you get together and play with some, you know, play the same game over over a, a, a weekend. And, and, you know, play up to two, maybe even two slots a day, which is really cool. Uh, I think that type of thing, that long con, Christicon vibe might be where my sweet spot is uh, game convention wise. Because I, I find even as great as a one shot can be, I always am thinking to myself, man, the next game would have been even better. You know, now that we've built up this momentum, we're all just going to go our separate ways I really want to play on that momentum. So that's what I'm thinking about game cons. I love them. And I think everyone should go out and try them. It's a nice way to meet new people. Uh, and, and as with Metatopia, it was a nice way for me to take gaming acquaintances and turn them into friends. And the way I do that is by sharing meals. Uh, so Metatopia, I got to see old friends. I got to see Rob and Rebecca. But I also got to uh, share a, share dinner with with uh with strash and and lauren who i've been playing for ages with in our blue coats game but i've never actually shared a meal with them so it was really nice 
to be able to to take that step and share a meal and see them face to face and give hugs and and meet them that was really 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 wonderful so thumbs up just great uh and it's a big it's a big step and i, I love that part of game conventions i love that part of of our subculture so game conventions as a whole thumbs up and if you don't see the game you want at a gaming convention i recommend running it give it a shot uh, you'll learn a lot about yourself as a GM. You'll learn a lot about your own skills. Uh, you will level up as a GM and, and as a gamer by, by going to cons. It's a really cool thing to do. So give it a shot. And the other nice thing that I think, another way to look at it is even if you have a bad game, you, it's, it's a learning experience and you'll, you'll come away having more of an idea of what you like about gaming and what you get out of it which is a good thing. And if it's not, if it's really bad, you can just walk away. You can say, hey, you know what? This isn't for me. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to call it, uh, which, man, is very difficult to do. Gamers just tend not to do it, myself included. Anyway, thank you, Darren. I appreciate it. Hey, Judd. Mike Miller from Incarnadine Press and Indie Games Explosion here about uh, game skills in a professional context. Uh, I like weird games, I run games conventions, and therefore I've had decades of practice of teaching people games they don't know in a very short amount of time so that they, uh, we, most of our game time is about gaming. And um, the skills that that develops is you learn how to zero in on what's important, how to break it down into its most concise and easy-to-learn form, uh, and those skills are entirely the same skills you need to write documentation or write instructional text to teach other people how to do other things, which is kind of what I do at my job a lot. So uh, that was pretty cool. Thanks. Michael Miller, thank you so much for chiming in. I appreciate it. I'm glad I got to see you at Metatopia this weekend. Uh, I'm I'm sad that the only time I got to see you, you were very you seemed very tired, and 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 ready to crash out. So I hope I get to see you again soon. And and it was great to see Cat also. Thank you for sharing more things that that we take away from gaming. Uh, I appreciate that teaching teaching games uh, both at, at cons where there, where where there's a major time limit. And just to our friends is a huge, huge thing and, and a skill that we, we get from this. And uh, thank you for bringing it up. I appreciate it. That is very, very true. Uh, being able to narrow something down, being able to pitch something, all of it, all of it is just hugely important. And I appreciate you coming on and saying so. Thank you very much. And that is going to be it for our Apply Show this week. Thank you, everybody, for replying. I appreciate it. I appreciate the time it took. I appreciate your effort. If you have replied and it's not up yet, don't fret. Uh, it's coming. Uh, more reply shows are on their way. And it's been a minute since I posted something, but I appreciate your patience, everybody. If you would like to continue to support the show, you can hit the reply. You can hit the reply. You can hit, you can hit the reply button. Uh, you can send me an MP3 on the Anchor app. You can send me an MP3 on email. 
judd.karlman at gmail.com. You can also just send me an email or a tweet. I've gotten a bunch of tweets that were re- have been really supportive and have absolutely made my day. So thank you so much for that. Uh, I, I can't say how nice it is to hear that people are listening to the show and enjoying it. So thank you very, very much. And there's also a support this show button. And you can buy or and or you can purchase uh, the Dictionary of Moo, which is my fantasy setting supplement for the role playing game Sorcerer. Uh, set up as a dictionary from another world. So pick it up. Let me know what you think. And I'm going to go shovel off my car so I can get to work. And I'll see you all later. Have a good one, folks. Stay warm.